0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: You're Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger.
2: I'm Lindsay Webber.
1: And this is Who's There for, what is today, March 9th?
2: Yes. My God,
1: Lindsay, it's March.
2: It's crazy.
1: I'm, I don't know. We're over two months into 2017, and I haven't started going to the gym more.
2: <laughs> oh, I haven't been to the gym <laughs> in a long time.
1: Damn, my poor resolutions.
2: Did you make the resolution to go to the gym, or are you just being a cliche?
1: No, I literally made the resolution to start going to the gym. But you... I went to the gym... I went to the gym on Sunday and then like my whole body hurt. So and I was like, full, I can't go back
2: to the gym. But like full knowing that that's the cliche that every American makes a like resolution to go to the gym. You also made that resolution thinking, no, I'm going to do it. I'm different.
1: Yeah. Lindsay, that's what everyone does at resolutions. <laughs> it's different this year. 2017 is going to be mine.
2: I'm going to the gym.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, I was very, I was personally inspired by Julianne Huff. She's so dedicated and um she treats her body so well and I thought if Julianne can do it then I can do it. You know.
2: That is so unbelievably not true. Like that is such a bad comparison that, if, that Ju- if Julianne can do it I can do it.
1: That is so unbelievably not true. If
2: somebody who has a lot of money and all the time in the world can go to the gym, I can go to the gym.
1: If someone whose job is literally to look good can go to the gym all the time. I can why go, can't go to the gym. I?
2: Sounds Why good. can't I? Sounds good. What a good um, what a good icon to choose. What a good my favorite
1: um... Julianne. You mean? Yeah. One of my favorite things that celebrities do. I mean, this isn't this isn't just um, specific to who's, This is a big them thing as well. But yeah. it's when people ask what uh, when you know reporters will ask what their beauty secrets are, and so many people just say, "I drink a lot of water." <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. Like, I understand that drinking water is, you know, very good for your skin and it's very good for your body, but to act like it is...
2: The linchpin to your entire plan. I mean, you really can't win with those questions, though, because if you answer them... Um, seriously you would if you answer them honestly you'd be like well I go to the gym every day have a trainer and you can't afford any of this stuff if you answer it jokingly you come off crazy because you're like (laughs) I don't even do anything I just like eat whatever I want and it's crazy I'm just lucky that way (laughs) you sound crazy but then also if you say water you sound crazy so either way you lose basically there's no good way to answer that question
1: there's a really good episode of Golden Girls where (laughs) Blanche's. Blanche is really upset that she can't lose weight and she's on this like really horrendous diet where she can't eat. All she can have is like a, a, a shake twice a day and like a tiny quiche. Uh-huh. And, Ooh, weird, uh huh. And Sophia says something like, Blanche, you want to know my secret to losing weight? You want to know how I stay? I've, I've stayed 90 pounds since like 1912 or something. You know, she's like, <laughs> Do you know how? And Blanche is like, Tell me, Sophia. I need to know. And Sophia just goes, I was born that way. <laughs> She's like, I can eat, I can eat whatever I want, and I won't get fat. And then she like leaves the room. Um, it's very funny. So with that, we're gonna get started on our first comment. Um, Let's go. I'm so I would actually, you know what? I would say I'm embarrassed about this mistake, but I'm, I'm not, not embarrassed.
2: Embarrassed, by it. but we do this every time, so it's like good to know.
1: Everyone should know by now, getting things wrong is our brand, so... (laughs) Um.
3: Lindsay, Bobby, this is Jill. I'm listening to your podcast right now, and I had to pause it and call you, because you really need to get this Nina Dobrev, Ian Somerhalder situation, romance situation figured out, and I'm going to tell you what it is, because you've talked about it before, but it's never been right. So, as you know, Nina Dobrev, star of The Vampire Diaries, started dating her co-star, Ian Somerhalder. He and her also are, like, love interests on the show... They date for years, and then they break up, and then he immediately, like, starts dating and immediately gets married to Nikki Reed, who also played a vampire, but in the Twilight series. Nikki Reed, not Ashley Green. Ashley Green also played a vampire in the Twilight series, but he didn't marry her. He married Nikki Reed. Anyway, so obviously things are really awkward on the Vampire Diaries set, so Nina Dobrov's like, I'm out, even though she's the star of the show. And so they go on with – the show goes on without her for, like – Barely a year, and they're like, we're canceling the show. And basically, it was a very alias situation where Jennifer Gardner and Michael Vartan were dating in real life, and then she dumped him for Ben Affleck and immediately got pregnant, and then he was like, I can't work with this woman anymore. And so he quit the show, and then the show ended like six months later. Anyway, so that's Vanita Dobrev, Ian summerholder romance triangle with other vampire actress Nikki Reed, and I feel like we need to get it all out there because this week, this Friday, is the last episode of The Vampire Diaries. And then maybe we can all stop talking about this. And all I can say about that is poor Paul Leslie. All right? Okay. That's it. Bye. Thank you so much.
1: It was very informative.
2: Here's the thing. I, I can't already forgot guarantee it all. I'm going to know that in the future. I've kind of already forgotten it, but I did learn my lesson when I corrected Bobby that Nina Dobrev and Ian Solmer Halder were not together and said he was with Ashley Green. I was also wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you were mad at me for getting it wrong. You were like, you should know. know it's Ashley Green. I know. And Everyone I was knows. wrong.
2: Instead, he's with Nikki Reed. But to be fair, Nikki Reed and Ashley Green are the same person.
1: Right. And so also, your argument is completely void whenever you, one, mention that she also plays a vampire. No, (laughs) no, you can't do that. That's completely reasonable for us to confuse two vampires. Also, when you suggest that we should know who people are, and then you also mention Michael Vartan in the same (laughs) argument... No, that also, you lose again. That's but another that was strike a against good,
2: you. that was a good analogy for the whole situation for two alias. people who did know and care about alias. I don't know, did you care about alias? I kind of care no. about alias. Okay. No. But that's a good example. I mean, it's true. Like, this whole drama with Vampire Diaries, it gets canceled almost a year after this whole thing happens and Nina Dobrev quits the show. Why the fuck would you want to work with your ex-boyfriend or whatever who yeah. is now dating um, Nikki Reed? <laughs> Married to, to Nikki think. Reed.
1: I had to think. I might add in a longer pause there for no, for dramatic effect.
2: Um. Um.
1: And then like a sound of the wind. And then I Nikki gotta, Reed.
2: Say, I gotta <laughs> say, like I am sad. A Vampire Diaries is di- is dying. Is ending. Dying. Is ending. I guess vampires don't die, but the show is ending. They can um, die. They sure so and i'm sure they've died on the show many times but i wouldn't know because i don't watch it <laughs> but the show is ending uh how sad i guess that means we won't have to talk about it anymore but it kind of feels like nina dobrev is not going away at nina
1: at nina okay so next call which is great
0: a brief comment leading into a brief story so a few episodes ago <laughs> in the beginning there was some odd digression about hugh jackman ziplining on the Oprah show, in this really botched publicity stunt for this Oprah tour of Australia. And Lindsay asks, whose idea was this? And I know the answer to this because my uncle came up with the idea to organize this Hugh Jackman entry onto the Oprah show via Zipline that went so horribly wrong. And uh, he was and is a marketing professional who developed this whole scheme with the Sydney Opera House to do the ziplining thing, and it went wrong, and he, says it was one of his biggest <laughs> career regrets, that they spent so much time organizing the stunt that ended up getting them a lot of, like, bad-slash-neutral press. But the story is better. So I'm listening to the podcast on, a, like, an unbelievably shitty flight from Barcelona to Rome, and I'm sitting next to this strange woman who has, like, fuchsia hair she's wearing like all sorts of like fun kind of like wind chimey accoutrements like on her neck and i'm listening to the podcast and Lindsay poses a question like who came up with this crazy hugh jackman ziplining stunt and i gasp like audibly and she turns to me and she goes oh my god are you okay and i'm like yes it's just hugh jackman on a zipline and she goes ha 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 you're so funny kids like you American kids
1: oh my god (laughs) also the next song that started playing in my iTunes was the fake Rita Ora song (laughs) god
2: well you still have that on your computer I love it
1: yeah it's only
2: I do love so your uncle was responsible for the Hugh Jackman mishap and it ruined his career and he'll never work again in that town Uh, oh your poor uncle
1: your poor uncle career ruined
2: I mean, how dare you um, slam Hugh Jackman <laughs> into a wall on a zipline?
1: <laughs> um, I I actually went back and watched that zipline video again after the episode because it's just so satisfying.
2: It's so satisfying, but it's also so tragic because when you know it's coming, you know it's coming.
1: Yeah, what, and those... My, oh, wow, sad. Lindsay. I don't Lindsay's, know. Lindsay lives in a very dangerous
3: neighborhood. Hey, guys, I'm watching... <laughs> The iHeart Festival Awards. And I just had to call the laugh with someone who would understand because Miley Cyrus just came out and goes, Noah Cyrus, 2017 will be Noah's year. And half those people are just like, What is going on? Noah Cyrus, she made a song. Oh, it's just, it's something else good morning bellathorn you don't even have to put this on i just had to laugh with somebody who would get what is going on goodbye (laughs) (laughs) great call that's Um, such a
1: good call i don't uh, there's not really there's not really a question here but i I guess we can talk about noah cyrus because we never have
2: I mean, just right? there is a question. It's just, when did Noah Cyrus get a song? And also, how did it become a song that is now being performed at the iHeart Music Radio Festival or well, whatever? And how is it? It charted the song? Where did this song come from? It
1: charted, it charted sort of. Is she talking about Make Me Cry or yes, Chasing she, Colors? Make Me she, Cry, right? Wait, she has two songs? Well, she has two, and the second one she's featured. But I think that she must be talking about Make Me Cry, because I've Me never Me heard Cry. Chasing Colors. I've only heard Make Me Cry. No, because and Make, Make, Make Me, Me Cry, is, Cry good.
2: is not awful, which is insane. And, you know, the funny thing about Noah Cyrus is she sounds exactly like Miley She sounds Cyrus.
1: just like Miley. And so the song, Make Me Cry, sounds exactly like everything else on the radio, which is to say, it's good. <laughs> like, it's, like, kind of good. It's good. Um, when I first it sounds... heard
2: it, I remember... I, I went in very, I went in very negatively. I was like, "I'm this is yeah. stupid. I'm going to hate it. And then one minute in, I was like, oh, shit, it's good. Shit.
1: Remember the Noah Cyrus video from like five years ago, t- seven years ago, where she was like dancing backstage at something and everyone was like scandalized and shocked that she was sort of like dancing provocatively and she was, you know, 10 years old. Yes. Yeah, that was I feel to, like.
2: She was dancing to Smack That by Akon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: And she was singing along And it was just very upsetting Um, Wait,
2: wait, let me Hold on, I think I Hold
1: on No,
0: ew Wait No
2: No. (laughs) No I'm so uncomfortable. I have to turn it off. It's yeah. so uncomfortable. She's wearing like an outfit and everyone – And she's like, it's let awful. me do it's it. Awful. Let me do it. And they're like, okay, Noah. And then, she does it. <laughs> and then she does it. I mean, being the younger sister to a pop star is really one of the most tragic situations you could be in. I mean – I mean, look
1: you, at Solange.
2: It just – Solange has probably made the best fit of anyone of all time. Do you I know, know what
1: but I mean? I don't think – I think – Maybe I'm just speaking for myself here, maybe this was rude. But I think that I'm not alone in saying that I didn't think Solange was gonna make it.
2: No, of course not. She had that first album that no one cared about and was mm-hmm. weird. But also you have Britney Spears' little sister who like has oh, yeah. struggled forever. You have uh Lindsay Lohan's little sister. Yeah. Everyone you, Yeah, it's not You as sort
1: good. of you sort of and and I guess at least with the examples that we just named it takes a long time for you to get out of the Sisters Spotlight so you don't actually become your own person until you're a little older. I mean, I um, guess
2: the issue too is that there because your sibling is so famous when you're so young, there's all this footage like Noah Cyrus dancing to Smack That that exists <laughs> with you on the internet to put you in a certain way yeah. and then you can never grow up because all that stuff is just kind of out there and people mm-hmm. will always refer to it, which is how I feel about Noah Cyrus.
4: Hello, Who Weekly. Uh, just wanted to call in and ask if you guys think Dan Stevens is a who or a them uh my wife says he has a unrecognizable face Uh, she says people that also have unrecognizable faces are Sienna Miller um I guess he's in Beauty and the Beast and also in a bunch of of other stuff lately um just want to know if you guys think he's a who or a them uh Thanks for doing your good work. Good form, Bella
1: Thorne. First of all, I love the audible blinker in the background.
2: <laughs> I know. Did you, like, pull over and call us?
1: Um, <laughs> Maybe he was at a was at Yeah, a but those hazards or blinkers? I wonder. <laughs> I,
2: I hope he's okay. Also, I loved my wife. That's <laughs> the meaning I your... love my wife. <laughs> my wife. Um, Dan Stevens. Bobby, you, like, made an audible- You love this guy. Tell me. Oh,
1: my God. I love this guy. What are you so... love him from?
2: Because I also have a thing The I love first
1: thing from. I saw him in... I, so I think a lot of people know him from... Um, Downton. From Downton, which I never watched. But I know him from another BBC thing that came before that. He Ugh. was the star of the <laughs> miniseries version of one of my favorite books, The Line of Beauty, which is this like very, very sort of famous uh, gay novel um, uh, set in the UK. Wow. But he was the star of that. And that's how I figured out who...
2: Wow, who
1: Dan Stevens was. But I kind of forgot all about Dan Stevens until The Guest, which I know you I love as well.
2: I love The, gu- the so Guest. So I was going to so say good. I love The Guest. I ride so hard for The Guest. Yes. Um and I had no idea who he was. So for me because I didn't really watch Downton when that came out, I was like who is this guy? He's so he's like electric. He's so good. Ugh. His eyes, he's such a good actor. He's so hot. This he's so scary. And so I and then everyone was like, "Oh, we already know him. He's from Downton. You're late." So I guess he he's a big character on Downton. I you know Matthew Crawley I don't know if that means anyone to anything I'm sure it does to a lot of people I think he had a big role and was very important to the show mm-hmm. but for me it was the guest and then since then he's done a ton of cool stuff and he is on a new show called Legion that people seem to really like which is Marvel people related people love it yeah and he's the beast uh, in Beauty and the Beast which you might never even really know because his face is covered by CGI the whole time yeah yeah, I love...
1: I've seen a lot of tweets with the of the same general theme which are like... um Which are like...
2: What a waste of his hotness or something. No, it's like, why,
1: why are we mad about there being a gay character in Beauty and the Beast when Beauty and the Beast is literally about a woman fucking a buffalo?
2: <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> like, think... What's, he looks like
1: a buffalo in it.
2: Well, it's also just... It's uncanny valley territory where the Beast in the cartoon, it's all cartoon so you don't really get that vibe of there's something kind of weird about her essentially fucking a a beast or whatever but in this one because it's cgi they wrap it around his face so you see his eyes so he looks very human because it is a human in disguise or whatever but it looks almost too human and that's when you get uncomfortable and you're like oh i don't whatever's happening here it's not cool for me assuming that they're like in love or sexual in any way oh yeah You know. Um
1: yeah, it's also Can funny you know, to
2: see Dan Stevens do the press for this movie because it's almost like he doesn't exist when you watch it.
1: So, Lindsay, um, do you know who Dan Stevens is married to?
2: <laughs> no, I would no. I was just asking. <laughs> no, she's married.
1: He's married to Susie Harriet. Who's that? Well, thanks to Heavy.com. We no,
2: have, we have five
1: fast fast facts you need to know. But don't worry, they're fast facts. They're okay, Very do fast, fast,
2: please, because I don't think she really one yeah
1: steven says that harriet quote is totally sympathetic to the actor's life oh she's a male ally she's an ally for men that's nice okay um <laughs> they need two. them
2: they need allies
1: harriet is seven years older than stevens Ooh, she robbed the cradle fun
2: ooh, ooh.
1: fun 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 three the family's quote second home is harriet's native land of south africa so she's south african i guess Quote, she says, coming out to South Africa is our second home. We spend quite a lot of time in Johannesburg. Cool. Okay. That's it?
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Harriet was involved in the creation of Stevens' character in the series High Maintenance. I did not know Dan Stevens was in an episode of High Maintenance. He is. He's really
2: good. He's really good in it. It's very good. And I think Um, it's because he lives in Brooklyn, so obviously he met those people and, you know, they were like, ooh. I did not
1: know he lives in Brooklyn. I'll have to look out for him. Mm -hmm. Five steven's upcoming co-star rebecca hall is the godmother to harriet's daughter
2: remember rebecca hall with dan stevens yeah rebecca hall from christine which i saw this year which was really good i still
1: haven't seen christine
2: it's like terrifying scary and good. i saw
1: vicky christina barcelona is she vicky or christina
2: 25 years ago you've asked this to me before and i still don't know the answer
1: (laughs) wait i've asked that to you
2: yeah i think she's vicky or she's Christina. I think...
1: Is she Barcelona? And <laughs> you've, Rebecca Hall as you've Bar? you made this Barthelana. joke.
2: You've made this joke.
1: <laughs> sorry. I have, a, I have a very, 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 very limited little box of jokes. Um, sorry. I hate to interrupt another thrilling episode of Who's There, but it's very important that I tell you about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that makes cooking fun, easy, and convenient. I know this because I both used it and loved it. I recently cooked a delicious Italian meal from HelloFresh that was so good I felt like Giada De Laurentiis, only I wasn't overemphasizing every single Italian word, cooking on pants with my name on them, and smiling at the camera filming me every 10 seconds. Anyway, I'm very often everyday Italian fanfic, and what I'm trying to tell you is that HelloFresh will make you feel like a celebrity chef, which is why you should visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code WHO for $35 off your first week of deliveries. Now back to Who's There.
4: Hi, Who weekly um so i've got a weird one i was, so that new lord song came out and we put it on the stereo and i thought i heard a sample like i couldn't identify it but i went to look it up and i found this weird post on a site called affinity that said lord's new single rips off another song and it zeroes in on like totally not the part i was looking at but still like has this whole deal about how lord ripped off this artist and like it's super obvious and the artist gets on twitter and like complains about it and um anyway so i'm gonna play some of this audio because like it's there's something to it but also the song that she's allegedly copied is (laughs) one of the worst things i've ever heard in my life and i just (laughs) i can't stop laughing thinking about Anyway, okay, so here's Lord.
0: I do my makeup in somebody else's car. We ordered different drinks at the same bars.
4: Okay, and here's, here's the other artist whose name is Watsky. I'm gonna play like just the matching part first and then I'm gonna play the, the beginning of the song after it because I can't get over it. Right? So it's pretty similar. But then here's what happens next.
0: Fuck you if you love a car for his paint job. Love you if you love a car for the road trips. Show me the mouths and your arms and the pink scar
4: where the doctor had to pull out all the bone chips. Anyway, so this person is called Watsky. And he's on Twitter and he has a bunch of followers and he's like participated in some other stuff. Like he's not i mean he's definitely not of them but he might be some sort of who and he's on twitter like joking about lord ripping him off and it is kind of weird like it's the same notes but then also this is the worst song that's ever been recorded <laughs> anyway i don't know that's all i've got who who is Watsky? um and a uh, good form bellatone <laughs> This was a
1: an incredible haul.
2: I heard this clip yesterday, and every time I think about it, I start to cry. It's so funny because you you hear that she has ripped someone off, and you think it's going to be in the same realm of it. Like you're like, okay, here as the notes build up, you're like, here we go, what's going to happen? And then Mm -hmm. something happens that just
1: comes out of (laughs) fuck that.
2: Can you play the clip just so I can hear it? Again, we yeah, get it
1: again. Where did it go? Wait, I can also. What's his? Oh, I got it. I also love that he he found this story on Affinity Magazine. Us, <laughs> like this very hooey website. Here we go. Listen,
2: I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna lose it again.
0: Fuck you if you love a car for his paint job. <laughs> love you, if you love a car for the road trips. Show me the miles and your arms and the pink scar where the doctor like, had to pull out I... all the bone chips.
1: Shut it off. Uh, I, I was telling Lindsay this earlier, but I love like this. This man sounds so white. This man. This man sounds like a parody of a white man. It, he sounds like he sounds like a non-white person doing their impression of a white person. Where it's like, oh, well, well, fuck you if you don't like a car with a paint job. Like, he sounds like...
2: It's just such a dramatic buildup. And then when he comes in, you're just like, wait, what? This is who she's ripping off, supposedly? This, like, weird Macklemore Ian version of a rapper or something like that? Um, so the funny thing is when you click on his tweets you're like oh this guy actually has a following and followers which is what John noticed um, the caller um, so I looked him up and I was like who is he he is apparently a slam poet he like got his start on Deaf Poetry Jam of course and he won like the youth sl- sl- Grand Slam Poetry Championship or whatever so he clearly is a slam poet and now is a rapper that's kind of the progression that he made mm-hmm um Mm -hmm. clearly he's jewish uh no i I looked it up he's jewish but you can tell also that he's jewish um i i appreciate uh all the slam poetry stuff and then he came out with like a mixtape um he also did a ted talk i mean he's basically exactly what you think he is
1: (laughs) i didn't think it was possible to be more embarrassing than hoodie allen but here we are
2: (laughs) Uh, tr- uh, truly.
1: Remember Hoodie Allen?
2: Yes, I remember. Hoodie Allen like still exists, I'm sure. And
1: Does then he? this guy,
2: Watsky, the his most recent like thing that he did was he was on the Hamilton mixtape. That's
1: cool. That's a that's a that's an achievement.
2: It's pretty Vemmy of him, but no, he's definitely yeah. a who. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he was also on a epic rap battle of history video, so Oh. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So I don't know him and apparently Lord rip him off but I kind of also don't believe that it's three notes. You can really, it kind of can't rip
1: off like chords.
2: It kind of feels crazy. Also it, it, I forget who said this, but it was like, imagine like you, you're ripped, like Lord ripped off a song and it's the worst song of all time. (laughs) Like imagine the song that like all that work to rip off a song to make your song. And then it turns out the original song is like the worst song you've ever heard, which it really does sound like the worst song I've ever heard in my life.
1: Um, and I guess that's it for today. I can't hear you. Yeah, hello? Hello?
2: Hello? Yeah.
1: I'm right here.
2: Okay. Oh my god, your phone is cutting out. We should end it because I think that we have hit enough yeah. of our marks tonight. Today. Yeah, that's it. Tonight? Um.
1: Oof. Okay, well. Yeah, I'm um, done. We'll uh, see I you.
2: I more. I can't. Yeah, I'm done as well. are so far. So we'll up. see you next week.
1: Yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Our phones are completely ruining. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye.
2: Bye, bye. 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 Bye.
1: Fuck you if you love a car
0: for his paint job. Love you you love a car for the road trips. Show me the mouths and your arms and the pink scar where the doctor had to pull out all the bone shifts.
2: Um, he also did a TED talk. I mean, he's basically exactly what you think he is. <laughs> that was a HeadGum Podcast.